You asked for him and I'm delivering, folks. The one and only license plate guy is joining me on the Locked on Giants podcast to talk about the New York Giants from a fan's perspective. That's coming your way next. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. I'm your host, Patricia Trena, and as promised, you guys have been asking for him. He's here in the flesh, well, actually on the screen, <laughs> but he is here, the one and only Joe Ruback, otherwise known as License Plate Guy, the, the, uh, the super fan, the guy who's constantly running different charitable efforts. Guy's got a heart of gold, and I am absolutely thrilled to have him on the podcast. Joseph, my friend, thank you. Thank you. So oh, much. Patty, thanks so much. That's what a what a great introduction. I might have to hire you. <laughs> All right. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, why not? I, was, I, could, I could always use a few extra bucks, right? So, <laughs> anyway, okay. anyway, champions, on today's show, we're going to talk about the state of the Giants with Joe or license plate guy. Um, and we'll just kind of get some of his thoughts on the direction of the team. Then we'll find out what he's got cooking up as far as, you know, some charity giveaways. I mean, he's the man's constantly raising money for a variety of different um, charities, the TCJ fund and some other stuff. So we'll find out more about that. And uh, we're just going to have a great old time because Joe, what could be better other than of course, being at a giant game than talking about the giants, right? I mean, look, we're in the offseason, zero and zero. I mean, uh, this is the time to get excited. I, I don't care if you're, you know, negative Nancy or you're a homer or whatever. Right now, it's uh, it's anybody's guess. The Giants, I believe they improved the team. And now, uh, you know, now all the questions and and what ifs come out. And uh, and I'm psyched for it. I love this time of year. I really do. All right, my friend. So let's just start off. We're going to start at the beginning the Giants getting bounced out of the playoffs by those, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't say it. We we, we, we won't say the team. The, the team that must not be named. Since I, then. I, it's, that's so, it's so, I mean, can't believe you're going to start your show like that. It's so wait, terrible. Wait, 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 I'm going to get. So, I, hey, look, look, I, I mean, the Giants outperformed last year. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, so, so I think, all realistic giant fans, and I'm not realistic. I'm I'm a, I'm about as big as a homer as as they could get. Last year is the first time I picked under the wins. It was only by game, but I still picked under the wins since 1925. That's how old I am. But uh, but on, <laughs> honestly, um, uh, I that was such a heartbreaker after such an unbelievable game in mini. I loved every second of it. I haven't personally haven't got to see something like that in many years. So it was so great to come back from many. Was it short lived? I don't know. It depends how you look at it. Um, I think everybody out there knows that the Eagles are, you know, a, 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 a full of a roster that is, I, you know, let's put it this way. Giants have a year or two before they're in the same sentence. And if you don't believe that, you know, you're, you're mistaken. Um, that doesn't mean the Giants roster isn't filled with good players. 
I'm talking about filled with good players and depth. Because I don't know what Rose, I don't know what Howie does over there, but the guy is uh, the guy's unbelievable. He's yeah. getting draft picks and flipping draft picks and and getting guys I'm going to hate for the next ten years. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, that you know we could talk about it all day. The game sucked, and I can't wait to turn the the tide on the on the Eagles. Well, well, let, let me go where I, where I started to go here. I mean, Joe Sheen talked about closing the gap with Dallas and Philly. Do you feel that he has done that, or is he still lacking in in any area? Uh, wow, what a the way you pose that question is pretty good because, I mean, has he done that? I think he's doing that. Um, I don't think he's done that, uh, but that's no, you know, he's only been here, you know, for, for a cup of coffee. So he's had a couple of drafts. I think his free agency is going great. I. I'll let you know how the Daniel Jones thing plays out, which I think it was a, a good contract. I'll let you know how the Saquon Barkley contract plays out because obviously we're going to talk about it, that at some point. But, um, but yeah, he's closing the gap. And I really like the way you said Dallas and the Eagles because uh, I do believe the Giants have closed the gap on the Cowboys. I believe that the Giants will no longer get beat up over there in uh, in Dallas and in MetLife, I think that tide is changing on that front. The Eagles, I don't know, I still think there's a year away. Yeah, and of course the Eagles this year, new coordinators, the Giants do have the benefit of having the same coordinators back. Basically, everybody's back, you know, some new pieces on offense. How much do you see this offense for the Giants really being different from last year? What do you what, what do you think is going to be the biggest change besides obviously Waller being in there? Yeah, I, hey, look, uh, you know, if you really want to get down to the meat and potatoes, if you take Waller away, mm-hmm. okay, because he's the Giants' number one in in my opinion. If you take him away, the Giants still have weapons, Patty. And I believe, you know, with their roster of 45 wide receivers right now, I I believe that, you know, the likes of a Paris Campbell, you know, staying healthy, which he did last year, right? So I believe the likes of Paris Campbell is going to play a significant role. I think I think the Giants did a real nice job at putting in some pieces to help Daniel Jones move along in his progression. Now, how is that going to change the offense? Uh, this is why I believe it's it's very important to sign Barkley. I believe he's an incredible weapon. Do I believe the Giants should give him an open checkbook? No, I do not. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that's going to happen. Um, but he is going to sign a contract and he is going to be that weapon in the backfield, out of the backfield. Um, like you said, Waller, uh, I believe there the Giants go as far as Evan Neal's going to take them this year. Um, uh, you know, you got uh, JMS in, in the, at the center now, who I heard is just an absolute, you know, uh, mean, nasty, you know, guy on the field. So, So, yeah, I think the Giants offense is going to open up. I think Daniel Jones finally gets the opportunity to release the arm a little more. And I think it's going to be fun to watch. What gives you hope that this will not be, or I should say that last year won't be kind of a one-hit wonder for Daniel Jones? Is it the weapons? Is it the coaching? I mean, what gives you hope that Daniel is going to continue to take that next step forward? Yeah, great question. How about Daniel Jones himself? Okay. Um, I don't I don't think it's uh, yes, 
progression in the offense, same coordinators, this and that. Finally, you know, let's move forward. Let's, let's you know, get to where we want to get to. But Daniel Jones himself, if Daniel Jones didn't prove to the likes of me, you, and anybody listening uh, that he can be that quarterback, um, that I don't know what to tell you. He's got the arm. He's got the legs. He's making the progressions. He's seeing the field. He's not uh, – uh, he does put it in tight spice, but he's not making dumb decisions. He has learned to slide. He does throw the ball away. He doesn't fumble as much. I mean, what more do you want the guy to do? He's given you everything that you complained about for four years. Okay, three years. So, so you know what? I, I believe Daniel Jones himself will live up to his contract – it's a lot of money, um, but it'll be middle of the – I know people hate when, you know, you say middle of the pack in one or two years because you had to do that now. Stop talking about 2025, LPG. You're right. You're right. But he'll live up to it now. And I, you know, will go on record as saying, you know, no more excuses, Daniel. You, you played well last year. You got your bag. Go out and win some games for the Giants. How much is Daniel's success tied into Saquon and vice versa? Oh, man, I think they feed off each other. If you look at the numbers, Daniel Jones slid without Saquon. Um, Wouldn't any quarterback kind of without that weapon of Barkley? So I don't pay that much mind to it, but I do believe that not only – the friendship off the field, but that stuff carries to on the field. And I believe that they're in complete like sync those two. Um, So I believe Barkley re-signing is extremely important to both of them. And I want us to stay on the offense uh, for a little bit more here. You mentioned the 45 receivers that the Giants have. (laughs) How do you see this shaking out? I mean, it looks like they got – a little, you know, talent, almost like a basketball team. You know, they got different guys who could do different things. But how do you see ultimately the wide receiver core being shaped according to fit into this offense? Man, uh, another great question. You, I think the Giants have five across weapons this year. Okay, go ahead, stop us. I, I do believe that. Uh, that that's my belief that they're going to go out there and say stop them all. Now look. If you want to break them down, there are some people out there that go, so what? You got this guy and this, this guy was hurt last year. This guy couldn't even make the team. This one over here. All true. Okay. There are some question marks with everybody. Um, you could say the same for a Galladay. You know, he came in. I'm sorry. I didn't have a question mark. I loved it. I couldn't wait. This guy was the number one receiver in the NFL on 50-50 balls. No questions. So you always have questions now. And we're all still shell-shocked at giving someone that kind of dough, you know, and now all of a sudden we're taking it out on Barkley. But anyway, getting back to the wide receivers, look, somebody, somebody's are going to be out of a job. Um, And that, you know, the talk this week, well, I don't know about this week, last week was Shep. Now, I don't see that, um, but of course, once social media gets a hold of one person saying it, then all of a sudden 15 people are writing the same thing. So I think, uh, I don't think Shep goes anywhere. Um, so, 
some of these guys are not going to make the team and some are going to wind up on the practice squad. Yeah, I hope Shep doesn't go anywhere. I mean, Patty, I know, I know he's getting to the end of his career, but, you know, the guy still has value if he could stay healthy, which has been his biggest challenge. All right, so right, hold on, right there. First of all, Shep is the ultimate giant. Uh-huh. I mean, he is the longest tenure giant. I have counted that guy out, and I should know better. <laughs> I have counted that guy out multiple times, and especially last year. This guy is done. Let him ride off into the sunset. What a good dude. Such a great Giants career. And and he's back running routes that I can't run with two feet. <laughs> you know? So I really hope he does. I hope he comes back and flourishes. But uh, that that will remain to be seen. Could you imagine his numbers if he never got hurt? Oof. I wonder. He would. Don't, don't kill me. He would have Hall of Fame numbers if he played without getting hurt but i guess that's you know that's the ultimate you know yeah. if 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 yeah no i know i lo- love shep though i love everybody does yeah. for, you know that the, the influence in the locker room i mean just you know i i had the pleasure of talking to him shortly after he was drafted i did a story on him and just to watch him grow up you know from from being a college kid to yep to become a man, a father, yep. you know, a husband. And I, I mean, what a joy for me. It's one of my greatest, you know, hidden joys is watching these guys come in and they mature and they grow up and they not only become, you know, men off the field, but on the field as well. And Shep definitely no doubt. has reached that, that level. All right. We're talking with license plate guy, Joe Rubeck. We're going to have more with him in just a moment, but first giant fans get in on all the sports action with FanDuel America's number one sports book right now. FanDuel is giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If their first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today and claim your no sweat first bet. FanDuel offers great promotions, a safe and secure app, to uh, set your bets and instant payouts. So make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right. Patty, got- I, try, I, tried to, I tried to put all my money out on FanDuel, but they just, they just didn't accept this. Uh, I don't, they're not I don't know why. Dollars. I don't they know, didn't, man. Eli, they don't didn't know. accept my Eli 10s. I don't understand why. I don't understand why either. But anyway. It's a shame. You got Patricia Trainer here on the Locked On Giants podcast. And, of course, y'all who are watching YouTube, you recognize the guy who is on screen with me is the one and only license plate guy, Joe Ruback. And uh, I, I don't get to talk to him as much as I'd like to. But, you know, the man's busy doing all kinds of things. And, Joe, let's talk about the defense. We really didn't talk about it much in that last segment. <clears throat> Excuse me. What do you like about this defense? I mean, you got Dex, you got Leo. I like all the fat guys. That's what I like. <laughs> I like all the big, sweaty, snot-filled fat guys oh. that good luck trying to run on the Giants this year. And if you want to take it outside, good luck there, too. Wow. Well, I was going to say, what else do you like about it? I mean, Wink, obviously, he's back. Wink is going to be Wink. He's going to blitz the heck out of you. Yeah. Do all this stuff. I just mean- go. Just go. A car, a car, just let Bobby go. Let, let, him just, let him just blitz every single play. And I what I hear about McFadden is that he's – playing very well but let's throw on the pads before we get before we go crazy right you know but uh, uh i re- i really really like what the giants did up front look you're gonna go and pay your best defensive tackle 
a ton of money, right? Mm -hmm. You not only paid him because he's worth it, and he probably is top two, in my opinion, in the NFL, but you also built around him. You also made sure to get other fat muscle heads to play <laughs> next to him so he's not double, tripled, and quadruple teamed. And I think that's going to play very well into Wings defense. What about the back end of the defense? Now, obviously, the defensive secondary, they lost Julian Love. The cornerbacks, you know, they're, 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 it looks like they're going to shake things up a little bit. They've got Deontay Banks that they – I think are going to pair with Adore Jackson. We don't know who's going to start alongside of Xavier McKinney. Um, the slot position looks like it's up for grabs. How do you see that playing out? Oh man, I, I'm 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 putting I'm putting my chips in the middle. That flot comes to play in that. Uh, you know, my guy is Darnay Holmes. Um, Darnay Holmes has a little issue. You know, Darnay Holmes is worth a lot of money, and that's. That's scary in the business world of the NFL. Yeah. So if some of these guys that the Giants brought in outshine, it's going to have a little bit of an issue. Um, who's the cornerback that I can't pronounce his name? I think I think Oluwari. really highly of him too. Who? Oluwari? Yeah, him. You could say it a million times. I still ain't going to get it. But I the don't point know is, about it. I don't. I, I'm just, yeah, that was awesome. But. Uh, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna shine. Did you see tape on him? He's he could play. You know what? I he could play. It's without the pads. Uh, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's without the pads. I don't think he really jumped out at me during the spring. But you know, again, to be fair, no pads, and I only saw what uh, two, no, four, four practices between the OTAs. And mini camps. So I'm yeah, you might have saw three when they moved them inside. You're right, but yeah. wait until wait until they throw him on, and uh, he's he's in my he's on my list of dark horses. All right, Joe. And in addition to these young guys, what else has you excited about this Giants defense? Uh, no, real. Just stick with the the new additions because that's I really really want to see Banks. Mm. I really want to see him left on an island. Um, you know, it's funny at the draft, you know, I'm tweeting because I had banks on my list, but I had, you know, uh, a Porter jr. And I sent out a tweet cause I didn't see a ton of film, but I was asking people like, why is Joey Porter not gone yet? Mm -hmm. And everybody tell me, told me that, uh, you know, he grabs a lot, you know, it's not going to fly in the NFL. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 you know, whatever. But when the Giants got Banks, did it use side by side them? Banks is a monster. Yeah. And we compared to him. So I don't know. I I kind of I kind of really want to see the way he plays. I think he's gonna be extremely physical for the Giants. Yeah, I really like that pick. And it's funny, <clears throat> when we were doing our mock drafts for locked on, I think I, I had him going in the first round and when I made the pick, Perfect. the guys who were analyzing it, they're like, oh, okay, that's an interesting pick. And here we are. It's a great, it's a great pick. It's a yeah. great, and you know, what's funny is I was torn because, you know, I, I also tweeted, you know, live at the draft and I'm like, okay, Giants fans, we're at 18 or 19. Get ready to get your hearts ripped out because I, everybody knew that the run of the wide receivers was going to take place. Yes. And there you had it. So, so I just, 
you know, I know we're not talking about the draft, but man, did he hit a home run? I, I after the after the third pick, I couldn't care less what happened after that. Well, I mean, those picks, you know, they they, they could be developmental picks or whatever. But you know, I I thought this was probably, and you tell me if I'm wrong here. I I consider the 2000 draft class, class to be one of the best classes the Giants have had this century. This one, this, 2023. I, I, you, you're a hundred percent correct. Now, look, we could have gone back to, uh, you know, Eli Apple days. We could have went back to Baker days. We could have went back to, you know, and everything would have worked out. We would be like, oh, this was a good draft. Remember when they drafted Sosa? But obviously they wouldn't have drafted him. Um, but I'm with you on that. I think this draft was a home run. Definitely. Need, 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 and yes. need. And speed, speed, speed. Can yeah. we talk about Great that? Great job. Great job. Speed, which was... I, I, so you you're sitting you're sitting here talking speed, and I know you're gonna you're gonna transition this to Hyatt, right? And I'm, I'm right, and I'm still I'm still mad at the heat that this guy gets. He hasn't even put up pads I yet. I know. What the, what is the problem? Why? And you know what? Look, I I don't want to be that guy that says, "Oh, the media wants to start." I know that people have to find some stories. I really do understand that. The guy has not put on pads. Oh. Oh, he's so far behind already. Oh, he he's in the doghouse already. Where where are you getting this from? Uh, it's very upsetting. No, haters. You know, you're always going to have it's, haters. What haters? I don't have. I don't even know what you're talking about. I never even heard of that. <laughs> well, I can give you some of mine because I'm sure. I've <laughs> no, I have enough. Them. Thank you very much. <laughs> but no, my point about speed, Joe, is you know going back to the question I asked you earlier in the show about closing the gap with Dallas and Philly, those two teams have speed. The Giants, yeah. can, we, can we agree that last year the Giants' speed just wasn't in the same ballpark to keep up with those two teams? Yeah, and you know what? And, and uh, you know, talking about McKinney, who I hope comes back 110%. I mean, he already came back, but you know what I mean. Right, right. Um, you know, we're not, the, we're not the speediest back there. So we're not the fastest back there. So you're right. So having corners... Um, that could run help tremendously big time. Absolutely. And, and you just overall team speed, not just in the defensive secondary, but at receiver, you know, the skill position players. Yep. So important. And the other yep. thing that I think is very important in closing the gap with Dallas and Philly in the trenches. Yeah. You on that I yeah. mean, last year, I hate to say it, but the giants got their butts handed to them in the trenches, especially by Philly. Yeah, and I well, like you know goes back to what we said before. I believe that they upgraded on the offensive side, and I believe they much upgraded on the defensive side. Absolutely, and it was much needed. And you know, Joe Shane will continue to fill in, you know, the holes as they develop. But you know, yeah, him this, he did a really good job. I mean, Julian Love, granted, unfortunately left, but Joe Shane did a pretty good job of keeping the court together. I thought. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's his job, and you know you're always going to lose, you know, one or two players, and maybe even a key player. But mm-hmm. overall, you're right. He did, he did what he had to do, and he's going to continue to do it. Uh, he was he inherited some of these guys, mm-hmm. um, two guys that he had to have contract, three guys that he had to have contracts with this year, and uh, and he's already got two done. So uh, so we'll see what happens. Were you surprised that that Joe Shane and Brian Dable 
kept a lot of the guys from the, the previous regime because usually when a head coach comes in, a new GM comes in, they basically clean everything out and they bring in their own guys. But Shane and Dable kept a lot of guys from the previous regimes. Did that, did that surprise you? So let's let's clarify that. They kept a lot of starters. Um, and then they brought in, you know, their Buffalo Bill guys, you know. But Patty, let's call it what it is. If you're a good GM and you're a good coach and you see talent, then you keep the freaking talent. There's no reason to get rid of someone because he wasn't your guy. I never understood that. I won't understand that. And I and I believe that they had a year, a solid year, going on their second when they realized, okay, yes, this is the one we want to continue. Yes, this is the guy we want to continue. So overall, they know talent. We shouldn't question that. I mean, I can't say we shouldn't. We have every right to question it, but there's no reason to question it. If it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. Absolutely. Or at least it should be. It should be. I mean, and you look, they gave them the benefit of the doubt. And personally, I like the approach they took because, again, a lot of times people come in and they they have the big broom out there and they're ready to sweep everybody out. Dable, you know, and Shane said, okay, guys, we don't know you as well. You don't know us as well. Let's go through this year and let's see how it works out. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. Not only are you right on the money, but but some of these guys – Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, um, Dexter Lawrence. They bet on themselves, you know. And and you know what? And and Dable and Shane see that, and they worked it out with them. I mean, Dexter Lawrence could have tested. He, you know, Barkley, who knows what's going to happen. And although Daniel Jones signed for a lot of money, um, I don't know. He could have hit the road as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, but they, they started to build something and they want to continue. That's, yeah, that, that's that right. the thing you heard from a lot of guys. We want to be back here to continue what we started. That's right. And that's why I think Barkley is a tremendous piece. Yes. And that's why I, I am starting to think more and more that he will sign yeah. a multi-year deal. It'll it'll come closer to July 17th because, look, you know, there's no great rush. And why do you want to sign now when you can, you know, because then it looks like you, you're leaving money on the table. Not to mention, guys, I'm sure, you know, the, the Giants office, I think, is closed next week for the holidays. Yeah. So yeah. people are on vacation. So it'll get done, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, look, look, go, go back to last year. I think you and I even had a conversation or two. I was blown away. I heard all... You know, I heard all the positive signs, you know, going towards that the deal was going to get done on the bye week. It was a done deal, this and that. Um, they did offer north of whatever everybody was hearing. Nobody knew the leak of the of the guaranteed money. Um, and that was the hold up. And then once that fell through, both sides just was like, well, the Giants just said, oh, see you next year. And then, you know, no hard feelings. That's that. Um but I'm with you, a multi-year deal. I'm looking at a four-year deal. I'm looking at 22 to 25 guaranteed. I'm looking at the third and fourth year being balloons, the fourth year being set at $120 million. It doesn't matter because he's never going to see it. Um, you either renegotiate or find another team. Uh, but I believe it's going to happen, and I'm, I'm just waiting. Tick-tock. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being not a true four-year deal. Maybe the last year is avoidable year just to help with spreading out the signing bonus. I mean, but That's I, correct. 
I think, you know, it's going to come together. So uh, we'll find out. And it's just a matter of a few more days now. It's not like months and weeks or weeks and months that we yeah. have to wait for for any kind of news. All right. I so mean, I mean, little, little minute, they're over there working out together. I love it. Yeah. That's, yes. that's, and that's, that should be your first I love clue. It. That should be your first <laughs> clue that, that Saquon's trying to, you know, hold down. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care about him working out in the Giants helmet. That's his freaking helmet. But what I did care about was going in and, and working out with some guys, especially Daniel Jones at Jersey. Right. That I cared about. All right, folks, we are talking with license plate guy, the one and only Joe Ruback here on the Locked on Giants podcast. And just a reminder, folks, if you don't know, join our subtext community. Subtext is an opportunity to receive text alerts from yours truly. It's also the coolest thing about it is it allows me to correspond with you guys and gals via text one-on-one. So it's that personalized experience. I've been doing it with a small group or or a growing group of uh, subscribers, and I really, really enjoy the opportunity. And I know there's a bunch of people who have signed up for it. So I'm looking forward to communicating with you, especially now that we know the training camp schedule. So check it out. The details are in the show notes. The cost is $4.99 a month. But if you sign up now with the special promo code PTRAIN, P-T-R-A-I-N, You'll get two months for the price of one. That's only a limited time offer. Check it out in the show notes. All right. You got Patricia Trainer here with license plate guy, Joe Ruback, super fan. I mean, you guys know him and love him. And we are talking Giants football because what else will we be talking about? We're not going to talk about Dallas. That's all I want to talk about. We're not going to be talking Yankees because I don't, I understand the Yankees aren't doing too well, right? Uh, better than the Mets, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of the baseball are really doing well, but anyway. You know, it, it's so it's so weird, you know, growing up in a household, you know, being a New York fan because, and I, I don't care, you could be a fan of anyone, but, you know, you, you watch your baseball and then, oh, they're doing terrible. Thank God football's coming up. Oh, they're doing terrible. Oh, the Rangers are coming on. Oh, they're in, and you just keep pushing off to the next sport. You know, I'm tired <laughs> yeah. of doing that. Well, I mean... We got the Giants coming up, man. I That's all I care camp, about right now. Training camp schedule is yeah. out. Nine Saw that. practices. Also, uh, there's going to be a fan fest later on uh, in, in the process. No practice with the fan fest, but still an opportunity for the Giant fans to get together. And is there any better opportunity? Joe, I mean, you, you're you there with the fans every week. You know, you get to tailgate. You get to sit with them. Is there anything better than to gather on a Sunday with all your fellow giant fans from all walks of life, regardless of what profession they have or interest they have. And you all share that common interest, you know? Is yeah. Fo- football's, I mean, Patty, football's a different beast. You know, you wait all week, you know, and then you get to, to, to sit with your, your family and friends, you get to party with your family and friends. Um, I think giant fans do a tremendous job with their tailgating they really do, no matter where, what lot you're going into, Giant fans rock it hard. And trust me, I've been to every every single stadium, you know, around the league multiple times. Giants could hang. The Giants can hang. Um, but no, there's nothing like it. Uh, I was a little bit uh, disappointed that there was no practice, uh, that fan fest, because I think it's uh, pretty cool that, you know, we get to have this unbelievable tailgate, go into a practice hang around for a little bit and then watch the fireworks. I thought it, I thought the Giants did a tremendous job. I don't, I'd like to know why it's not, you know, that way um, this year. Uh, it's not going to stop me and, and plenty of other Giant fans that, you know, if the Giants are getting together, I'm there. Um, and I think, you know, 
99% of the Giant fans are going to do the same. But I was a little bit disappointed when I saw that today. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that because it's, my first reaction was like, well, what's the point, you know? Yes, the practice was, is what everybody likes to come to to see. And that, yeah, and that was and that was all over Twitter today. Like, I'll, I'll wait. I'll save it. I'm not going to sit in traffic to get there to have a burger to go home and sit in traffic. Yeah. So it was a little, it was a little weird. And, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't it 6, 6 PM, the, the festivities so. so it doesn't get dark till eight thirty nine something yeah, like that. There's a movie or something that they're going to yeah, show. Yeah, they're, right. There's a movie, but, but my point is it's gotta be little giants, right? No, no, no. So <laughs> I'm, ass, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that you got to wait that another hour for fireworks. At least. They moved it. They moved it an hour closer and then it dark. I don't know. I, I was, I was a little bit perplexed. Yeah. I'm, I'm I was a little bit, I was myself. a little bit plaxicoed. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I saw that and I was like, cause initially when I started to write it up, I said, Oh, 10 practices. Then I went back and I looked and I said, Oh, it's only nine. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. That's, that's kind of an interesting. Since, you know, since COVID in my opinion, the Giants have gone trying to weed out the the more the more the merrier's not not the uh, position that they're taking. And you know what? I'm I don't really care to be honest with you. Just give me some time to to watch the trenches. Give me some time to hear the pops. Give me some time to hear the crowd roar. Give me some time to hear "Let's Go Giants." And then and then let's just get into the freaking regular camp. Let's get into the season and let's go. Well, you'll be there for the other practices, I'm sure. Oh, yes. You probably got your tickets already. <laughs> oh, yes. That's good. I, I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, you'll be right there with Brandon London leading the cheer, yeah. right? Yeah. Ticket, let me tell you some tickets. You mentioned tickets. Oh, this is a, this is a bad year to go to every game. This, this is a tough, expensive. Mm. It's a tough, tough year, you know, Great going – Going over to to you know to California and going over to Vegas and and those tickets are astronomical. I mean, it's a this is a tough year, and I really hope the Giants really do well. I really yeah. do. Yeah, it's it it, it is tough because you know unlike the giant the team, I imagine you would have to come back after the Arizona game and then go back out to Frisco. So yeah, hey, look, I am more than willing to stay in the team hotel for free, which I do not. <laughs> I am more than willing to get on the team plane when they come back in a week. I will not. So yeah, I do have to come back. I do have to go teach. Um, so it, it does make it a little tough. However, uh, my principal, my superintendent, they, it's, I've been doing this so many years that they Love the fact that I go to the California games, the West Coast, because they know that I'm going to take a red eye. They know I'm there in the morning, no matter what. That's dedication. It's yeah, it's true. I look. They know a not to craziness, talk. but dedication. They know not to talk to me. They know to leave me alone on Monday, win or lose. But on a win, I'm, 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 uh, you could approach me after a loss and a and a you know five, six, seven hour trip home. Don't talk to me on Monday. You know, yeah. never. Yeah. Well, Joe, I want to talk about um, some of the initiatives you do. Like, I, I one of the things I really admire that you do is, I think you call it Dunkin' Monday. Is that what you call the promotion? Yeah. You pass yeah. out Dunkin' Donuts gift, gift cards. Yeah. Tell, me, tell us about that, and what are some of the other things you're doing? I mean, the Dunkin' the Dunkin' thing, obviously, that's not really a fundraiser, but it's a way to 
kind of spread the joy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, thanks for even asking. Uh, the Duncan Monday took on a mind of its own a few years ago. Uh, Giants won. Uh, I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I put out a little Instagram. I'm like, I'm like, donuts and coffee on me. Thank God there were only like two people behind me. And then I, I, I bought the, I bought donuts and coffee. And then I think it was the next week or two weeks later, the Giants won. And someone hit me up on Twitter. I was like, hey, what's your Venmo? And I'm like, for what? You know, I said it like mean, like, what do you want? We want my venue. And it was like, I want to buy some people coffee. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that is that is so generous. And wound up getting like 20, 30, 40 bucks. And I was like, that's a lot of coffee. And then Patty, you know, Giant fan, Giants Nation is crazy. It, they're, they're so nice. The next week or two weeks later, whenever they won again, it was like $200. And then I got, I, I never forget one week. The Giants want to roll, whatever. We got up to like 760 bucks. I maxed it to 800 on me. And then I got a call from Kyle Rudolph. And he's like, what'd you get, What'd you make for Duncan Monday? I'm like, I got 800 bucks. And he's like, you got another 800 coming now. When I tell you that I was happy and not happy at the same time, because how does one get rid of $1,600 in cards? You know, so I started giving out that week. I think I gave out hundred dollar cards and where I work in Yonkers, let's just say, and, and the border of the Bronx, let's just say there's some people that really need it. And when I hand those cards out, you know, sometimes it's five bucks, sometimes it's 50, sometimes it's a hundred. It really makes a big difference. So I decided to start putting that uh, into videos. I started going to soup kitchens. I started going over to Patterson I started going everywhere and handing out these cards and a fire station, um, uh, churches, you know, and it just, it, it just is pretty cool. And the other stuff, look, I really got into giving for charity. I think it's an extremely important piece. Why I do it? Because I have the platform to do it. Um, I can only give as much as Giants Nation gives to me. Uh, but I keep everything above board. I keep every receipt when someone wants to see it. I keep what's what we got taken in. But my favorite to do for charity, and by the way, I have surpassed the $150,000 mark um, for charity, which I'm extremely proud of and probably in anything that I do, that's the most I'm proud about. But what I love the best is when I give something away, like, all right, we're going to give this, this Jones hat away. And then, like, I'll be like, give to mental health awareness this month. I don't care how much. It could be a dollar, five, 10, 20, 500. Send me a receipt. Once I get a receipt on Twitter, I'll like it and you're in the raffle. So I don't have to deal with any money. I don't, I don't know where it goes. I don't want to know. And then I'll just put you in and then I'll grab you. I take my, my trusty lunchbox, I raffle it up and I pick a winner. And, and no. I'll tell you, uh, people have really taken to it. So I really appreciate you asking about that. No, it's, I think it's awesome. And what I like about Duncan Monday, Joe, is just based on the videos that I've seen, you give them to the people who maybe we take for granted, the people who, yeah. who you know. The garbage kid, yes, yes, They work yes. hard, but we take that what they do for granted. And and when they when they get this gift card, they're like, you know, to see their faces, like, yeah, wow, you know, somebody appreciates yeah. me, you know, it and is. I got to tell you, I got I got to tell you, it's like a second job, though, Patty, 
because because first of all, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you don't think about. One is I got to get up at like four because I give out a lot of cards before I get to work because I have so many. I'm not doing it all after work. And then I get to hit the sanitation workers that are out, the MTA workers driving the buses, the whatever. I get to hit all those people. I should I should put out a video of the people that tell me to F off because they think I'm joking around. No, no, no. I got this card for you. Yeah, what's on there? 50 cents and they drive off. But what's on there? Nothing. And they just drive away. Or I get a lot of like, I get a lot of like, get get the hell away from me before I punch you in the mouth. I get a lot of lip. Wow. Yeah, I get a lot of lip, you know? And then, and then if, you know, if they're not Giant fans, I don't really want to give it to them anyway, so. <laughs> well. It's maybe, a lot of fun. Maybe, you know, as, as it draws traction, maybe you'll get less lip and more appreciation. I mean, I, I, I hope so, man. I hope so. All right, Joe, final thoughts, you know, with, with this giant undefeated Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Let's go. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, realistically speaking, that's not me. See, what, what do you realistically try now? What, <laughs> we here? what do you what do you predict for this team record wise? Do they win the division? Do they Wild go wild card. I mean, what what do you what are you thinking? Uh, I'm gonna go with ten solid wins. Okay. Uh, I want them uh, to do. I am not gonna. I am not going to get on the bandwagon of the Giants. Will not go as far as they did last year. I'm not gonna jump on the bandwagon that says they're gonna take a step back. I'm not gonna join that crew. I think the Giants built something, and it's gonna go up from here. I know it's only one game because I'm looking at this year, like you said, realistically, and I believe that they are going to be the same team as they were last year. I believe their their big step is the following year. But I'm not going to look ahead. I'm not going to look. I'm only going to deal with this year. I believe 10 wins. I believe they're in the mix for the division. I believe they're going to close the gap with the divisional wins and losses. And that is where you will see the improvement. All right. Sounds good to me. From your lips to the football god's ears. So, all right, my friend, this was awesome. I'm so glad we got to catch up. I know we had talked about catching up at some point. We finally made it happen. He is license plate guy, the one and only, the original Joe Ruback, <laughs> license plate guy. You guys know him. You love him. Follow him on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, he's also on Cameo. He'll give you a personalized shout out <laughs> if you want it. I know I'm a big fan of cameo. I actually get cameos. Uh, I, I, I up for one for you though. Yeah, you know, let me let me tell you something. When I when I first got on there, I'm like, honestly, who's gonna yeah, who's gonna want a video, you know? But I'm like, I'm closing in on near a hundred. And I love I I love them. Well, first of all, when you get them, you don't take it for granted. Like I want to give you a cameo that you're gonna you're gonna remember. Not like, hey, it's life's play guy, go giants. No, I want to get into it. You know, yeah. So well, I, I, I enjoy, videos. I enjoy them like you. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because somebody asked me if I was on cameo, and I'm like, who the heck would want a cameo from me? I mean, put it on, you? you'll be, you'll be shocked. You, you'll I, get, you'll get I some know. cameos. Nah, you'll get some cameos. I hey, look, I, I, I can't thank, I can't thank you enough. Locked on is where to be. I, I really appreciate when you asked me to come on. It's an honor, and uh, anytime you want, I'm there. I appreciate you. All right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. Make sure you keep it here. We still have shows for you. Got a very interesting guest coming up on the program. Mm -hmm. You will not want to miss. 
So for Joe Ruback, I'm Patricia Trainer. We will see you tomorrow, Giants fans. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.